Welcome, everybody, to the Patty G Show. I am your host, Patty G, here with Barrett Blondo of Falaya, formerly known as Unlocked. We're going to get into that story because I'm intrigued by the name change. But before we get into that, we want to mention to everybody about our sponsors. That's right, plural now. We have Alvarez Construction coming in as our sponsor, as well as Triton Stone Group here in Baton Rouge. We're going to talk about them a little bit afterwards. And uh, yeah, so tune in, sit down, relax, watch, and Barrett, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for Uncle Earl's putting this on, Alvarez, uh, Triton, and uh, Flashbang for putting this on. It's really cool that you're doing this for Baton Rouge. I'm excited yeah. to be here. Absolutely. That's uh, a cool uh, experience. So. Yeah, once we get through the Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we had an extra beer. So that's, yeah, that's allowed me to. We started drinking beer. before. Yeah, yeah, so it might get a little weird. I don't know. Yeah. Wait. Hey, we're, we're here for it. But I'm glad to have you on the show. I know we've right. we've met uh, in previous days right. for Startup Grind and had a little mm -hmm. brief introduction there. But, dude, you've been all over the place, man. Like, yeah. especially mid-city, Baton Rouge. Mm -hmm. You're just, you're everywhere. Yeah. So what, who are you? What are you? What do you do? What is Falaya? Yeah. So Falaya in a nutshell in two seconds so that people understand it's kind of like for sale by owner on steroids, but it's really more than that. Way more than that. Uh, it's a marketplace for uh, sellers and buyers to control their costs when they're buying and selling properties. Uh, we want to drive efficiency, transparency, and control into the process. And uh, that's kind of what Falaya is all about. Gotcha. So it's this unique marketplace atmosphere for buyers and sellers to come together and have a smooth and easy transaction. That's right. And then we try to connect throughout the entire process to people uh, that you need support with, uh, lenders, title companies, alarm companies, cable companies, anybody that can deliver value for the consumer and also move them efficiently towards the closing table. That right. I think is huge. Right. Like, because if you have, a, you know, your realtor obviously will have some connections to a, you know, a financing company or maybe sure. to a certain inspector to use. That's right. But having that total package of you can come in, use Falaya and have realtor security, you know, pest control, like having that full circle service, I think is massive. What, how did you end up getting to that, you know, phase? What's the, what's the origin story of Falaya? So I guess Falaya started like I'm a real estate broker, right? So, I mean, by trade, I'm in real estate constantly. So I was dealing with buyers and sellers and seeing their pain points and hearing what they wanted and needed. And uh, it just came to me that we needed to drive more efficiency in the process. I was running around hoping to sell a house, right? Running around from this transaction to that transaction. And what consumers don't fully understand is that realtors run around and they hope to sell houses, and then that buyer leaves and leaves them in the dust. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And you're like, well, okay, I just spent like two months of my life trying to help you, and um, I didn't get paid, right? So what happens is there's so much inefficiencies in the real estate process, and it's not really the real estate agent's fault. It's not really uh, the buyer's or seller's fault. It's just how can we make that process more efficient and connect people using technology with the virtual agents and, and virtual tours that we have, uh, it's going to make it more efficient for both the consumer and the agent, right? Um, and so that's where we kind of came into the process of not hoping to make money. I'm going to take a lead and help them close this contract and make $300 today. 
you yeah. know, as an agent, right? And that'll change up the whole game for realtors because they can continue to sell traditionally and also make money throughout the process. Uh, right. And they can pay their car note, their house note, <laughs> if they don't sell a house this month. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's going to help everybody in the transaction. And that's how we kind of came about it. Okay. So you're saying the realtors can still sell their normal way and use Falaya. What exactly do you mean by that? Yeah. So what will happen is um, if you're like, you start using the for sale by owner model, right? So number one, we have three different models, right? We have the $399 flat fee, which is a for sale by owner SaaS model. Um, that allows people to sell their house themselves, gives them tools with scheduling, allows for push button offers between buyers and sellers so they can digitally execute a contract in a couple clicks. And then um, we also have virtual tours built in, and that's all into the 399 platform. We also have the 1%, which is realtor services at a fair price. And that's more of like a virtual realtor. You know, they're they're going to help you throughout the entire process and hold your hand, but they're not going to come and show your house a bunch, right? Um, right. They're so going to help schedule it maybe, right, help but not schedule. be there physically. Right, exactly. It's more of a virtual agent to help you throughout the entire process. And then we have the traditional process that actually helps with uh, video production, um, gives you targeted Google ads, Facebook ads. Oh, wow. And so we're going to get that into it and then drive that as a 5%. Uh, of the sales price as a premium package, right? Yeah, which I mean, that's going to be quick bang for your buck as far as the the home seller is concerned. You know, they're going right. to get all of that out like that instead of sure. having to take time for the the people to push it across their platforms, their channels. Right. It's all right. Here's how we're going to do it, and then you, it's done. You right. know, so that's huge, and it's like you said, it's no upfront cost to them until the house is sold. Right? Sold. That's right. Okay. That's correct. So, so it just got, makes sense. Yeah, and we've got an awesome SEO team that's working on those type of things and ranking our site and backlinks and um, figuring out how to strategically market that and do it efficiently and effectively and lower the cost, too. Because as a consumer, you think you know what you're doing. Uh, <laughs> but you, 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 as I've learned, uh, you don't, you know. Um, yeah. I've had to learn a lot um, in the last year uh, about that and how to do it <clears throat> smartly. So. Right, which that part of it, that 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 backend data software analytics side of selling a home, is right. not you know the first thought that comes to somebody who's going to be selling a home. Right, it's not oh you know we need to make sure all these pictures have alt text and right. they're related to the house. You know? <laughs> That's right. We need to worry about how it's going to look on the website. They're like yeah, come out, take my pictures, do right. this and that. Right, and it's that it's that service that digitization that everything is going to, man. Right. And I, I would agree. And that's what consumers are wanting, right? They're wanting more control and more efficiency. And you see that with Amazon. You see that with Uber. You see it with pretty much everything you can think of. <laughs> yeah. That consumers want to be able to control it and they want to be able to have transparency and know when it's going to get there, how much they're going to pay for it. And the problem is, is that they don't have that in the real estate process as fully, you know. Well, just, it's not as inclusive, you know. Right. It's whenever we... For example, whenever we were looking to buy a house, uh -huh. we were texting or we were emailing back and forth with the realtor, and that was like our sole point of communication right. back then. And you know, and it, it was it, it was a process nonetheless. But it was like we went out and found our lending, we went out and found our security, we went and did all of that. Sure. And so having this is making the world that we live in, aka smartphones, right, the whole process now. That's right. You know, and it's not just, oh, yeah, look on like realtor.com, find your home, you know, great, inquire. It's no. all right, now we can do everything from start to finish. That's right. Within this same app. 
Yeah. So in the app, you can book tours instantly and it goes text message right to the seller or, um, you know, so that's really cool. Right. And then in two clicks, you can submit an offer and digitally sign it and it gets sent directly to the seller. And then, you know, so that's like so efficient. Right. Um, yeah. It auto populates the Louisiana purchase agreement. Then you digitally sign it. Uh, it's pretty, pretty cool technology. And what I would say is once that happens, right, we have data, right? We have, um, we know the closing date, we know the inspection period, we know this, 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 right? So once we know that there's strategic things that have to happen when, and, and, it, and I'm an agent and I'm a broker and I know when these things are supposed to happen. And there's mm -hmm. a way to technology that can move people efficiently and effectively through that process, through Twilio and text message and push notifications to tell them what to do when. Right. Yeah. And then connect them to those vendor partners such as Cypress Title, Commerce Title, you know, GMFS that you yeah. had on, you know. So oh, yeah, GMFS, good old T Brown. Little plug, little plug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like th that from from a business standpoint, right? Making right. those connections, those strategic connections within the community is huge. It is. Because you're now using local people to handle these local transactions. You know, it's not like, right. oh, we're gonna get you a, a client at some big you know, national global chain that we're just going to go through and use them because it's easy and simple. It's no, we're using people in our community, in our city to make all of this work. And it's giving people that comfort of, oh, wait, you mean this is like right off Jefferson? Or, oh, wait, you mean this is like in the center of Baton Rouge? I, you know, that was something that was kind of pushed on me when I was with my first um, development company is that they were like, go and get um, Quicken Loans and plug in and and do this and do that. And I was like, nope, that's not how real estate's really sold. I was like, that's that's not it, right? Yeah. Um, you may think that's efficient, but it, in the long run, it's not because people will just abandon it. They don't have faith in it and you get lost in the system and you're just another number, <laughs> and, and right? And, nothing and when you become tangible, just, right? And when you just another number, it's, <laughs> it's depressing, right? So then the customer experience goes down, then, you know, people don't use the app. They don't try. They don't give a good reviews. And and that's one thing I can tell you is we're getting five star reviews. I mean, I, I would say the first user um, delivered us six new customers in the first year. Wow. Right. So that that virality is really what I think in the next two years, you're going to start to see this conversation go a little deeper. Yeah. Right. Um, because people are more willing to talk about it and tell others about it because the price point's not that high. The tech is really cool. And, you know, they had a good experience. Right. Yeah, and, and it's happening here. They right. can see it happening here. That's they exactly can drive right. down the street and see a Falaya sign. That's right. You know, they can go to their neighborhoods and if a house is up for sale, they can see. Fly I mean, I was walking around Seven Oaks, Goodwood area. Right. And there's like three or four signs out there alone. Right. You know, and it's seen like, OK, this brand's real. Yeah. You know, this brand's here. Man, yeah. I'll tell you what, man, we've put a lot of work into that brand, too. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot of love, you know, um, yeah. that, that's happened over the last year or two years. So, And it, it, it takes that to build an effective brand. You know, I, like we were talking earlier before the show about the power of numbers, though not great, how deep they can go. Right. And how engaging they can go. Sure. And over time, that'll just the numbers will just explode. Yeah. And I think that just authenticity you know, and that's where the transparency that Falaya offers is just going to help. You know, is it's just, hey, what do you need? What do you want? It's not so much do this, do that. What do you you need? How do yeah. you want to do this? You know, it's a, it's a different um, engagement with the consumer 
than just saying this is what you need to only need to do this. You know, it gives them more control and it gives them more transparency. Right. Which at the end of the day, a consumer, your specific customer is buying a home, something that's very near and dear to their heart where they're going to spend you know, they're going to raise their family there. It's not just like we're going to pick a restaurant for tonight. And if it's bad, we can pick a new one tomorrow. You know, it's we're, we, we have to come back to this every single night. It's a, it's, it is a big deal. And with technology, it's put that's the biggest thing I can say is if you look at it, um, the, the real estate marketplace has not changed dramatically in 30 years, 40 years. But technology yeah. has Changed Change. in the last year. No, think about this. Like, so you couldn't even figure out what restaurant was good 20 years ago. Like, what's the best pull boy restaurant in Baton Rouge? Yeah. You need to call somebody. You, you have need to, to speak to 10, do- a dozen people. Yeah. Or you definitely couldn't find what house was for sale, right? <laughs> you know, you had to call an agent, right? There was no, they had like what was called the MLS book and it was printed out and given to brokers every week so they knew what was for sale. The only way you knew what was for sale was contacting a broker. Now, fast forward 20 years, I mean, you got, we all have apps on our phones and we can all instantly see what's for sale. And we even know like what our neighbor's household for last week. Right. So we can even stalk our neighbor and be like, <laughs> what did they sell that house for? <laughs> what did they buy know. this house for 20 years ago? <laughs> My God, they overpaid for it. You know, like, <laughs> you know? and yeah. that's happening. I'm telling you, they know consumers know before even I know sometimes because I'm so busy with transactions and they're so invested in the situation because it's their house. Right. Right. And they're invested. And sometimes I'm like dealing with three transactions and I'm not as quick to jump on MLS the minute that it happens. And then they're texting me. They're almost more versed than me at some point. And I don't think many agents would tell you that, but it's the right. truth. Well, and, um, and, because and the fact that they can tour everything without having an agent, you know, yeah. with, with the virtual tours the that virtual, you've got, right. with the pictures. I mean, you can go on whatever nameyourapp.com for right. looking at specific homes and you can get a whole walkthrough. Yeah. You know, walkthrough tours of homes. Well, that's it's one huge. thing that we have on the app, which is really cool, is virtual tours. So you can book a virtual tour uh, with a seller and then we send out a reminder text with a link and then you click it and it becomes a face Facebook Live with you and the buyer and seller on the flyer platform. So Oh, okay. So I didn't I didn't know what the yeah, so I thought that, the virtual tour is pre-recorded, but no, no, this is like so like I'm talking, I'm like FaceTiming with the owner. Yes, right. Oh, okay. I didn't know. So this. then you can walk them through the property and show it to them without even coming into contact with them. And right? they can like so ask questions. Ask questions. On the fly. So like, hey, you like, know, hey, go back, let me see what it can that work is. both ways, right? The seller can say, so why are you moving? When are you thinking about moving? Right? <laughs> are they, in the, you know, is that a handprint on your wall from your children? <laughs> you gonna paint that before you sell yeah, it? You gotta, <laughs> then you gotta realize what's in the background, you know? Yeah, you, know, you gotta make sure you, you it's gotta be just like a regular showing where you clean up everything yeah. and it's all tucked away. I know. But it also gives that that transparency That's right. for them to meet beforehand is like, you know, I, think, I now know what's happening with right. this home. I know what's in this home and I can ask the owner, how long you been here? That's you know, because right. I feel like whenever I, whenever, so through my buying experience, which I can only speak of, sure, was whenever we went to go look at the home, I never met the buyer. I never met the seller. I never met the seller's listing agent right. until closing. Yeah, you know, until closing, I had no idea who the seller was, what type of a household was raised here, 
what type of environment was lived here. I had no idea what it was until it went to closing. And even then I still have no idea. Right. But when you have that virtual tour and you can ask them, oh, you know, if the kids yelling in the background, oh, please excuse kid. Okay, great. That means they've raised kids here. So kids are an option. Sure. Like kids fit here for some reason, you know, like if you don't you can hear, have a jungle gym, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we could have a jungle gym, right? It's built for that. <laughs> it's built for that. It's, it's not like, oh, wait, it's so quiet. It's, did you have, you have kids? Like, oh, no, we don't have kids. Okay. Patty G's laying roots, guys. <laughs> Watch out. But it's like for home buyers, you know, not specifically I'm me, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. So anyways, it's, it's that, that transparency that people have come to expect now throughout any transaction. Sure. I mean, you, I mean, that's that's what it is in every every place, right? And and that's what they want. And it's moving into the real estate transaction, and that's where Fly is trying to position themselves. You know, so and I think y'all are doing a, a great job at that. I think well, you're there. I, I appreciate the kind words. You know, um, yeah. we've we've definitely been working hard at it. Um, you know, when you're involved in it, you always want to be like you. You want this show to already have. 10,000 followers. Right. You know what I mean? You always wanted more, but, um, we, you know, we have really had some great strides over the last year and it's, I mean, considering the COVID I mean, I launched this product, uh, March 1st of last year. And then was it really that, that short ago? Yeah. One year. Yeah. The website went live a year ago. So that's where we're at. Wow. I know. Right. So that, and then you met me right after that. Anyway. Yeah. March, we we were March first. I was going to pitch at Idea Pitch, which is a fifty thousand dollar purse prize. I was in the top three in the Idea Village Accelerator program and got picked for that awesome experience. Uh, and then I was going to go pitch at Pitch BR, um, and then we ended up locking down the whole <laughs> the whole country like two yeah. weeks later, right? So launch your company and then <laughs> guess what? Now you can't even COVID. Se- you can't even sell real estate, you know? And I was like nervous because I thought, oh my God, what's gonna happen in the real estate market, you know? And who would have thought that it's gone the way it's gone. It's gone amazing. Um for for you know the whole market has just been on fire. But um that first two months was hard. And then you got to think about launching a startup with a family, with a COVID, with a, you know, I mean, it, it there's becomes, a lot of variables in there. A lot of variables, <laughs> man. Uh, so it was uh, interesting. And uh, we, we soldiered through, uh, we got an amazing team in place and great developers and um, just, you know, really excited about what we have going on. Yeah. I mean, that's who, who'd have thought that renovations, home buying and selling was going to be a boom during COVID. I mean, you know, Triton Stone alone, they just, in Baton Rouge was exploding because everybody's like, oh, wait, we're home. I, know. I really hate my kitchen. <laughs> I really can't cook in here every single day. Yeah, you either got a new house or, or, or a new spouse, right? Or something like that. That's what they said or something like that, right? You know what I mean? So if you still have your house and you have your spouse after COVID, you're you're yeah. doing good. You know? that's, that's, that's that's what I say. We, we've uh, My wife and I had to work at home for, I think, two months together. And for some people, we were talking with them like, oh, my gosh, like it's a struggle. I'm like, we love it yeah, like, because she re- she rarely she's digging it because she rarely sees me because I'm out and about and doing everything. She's like, all right, get you home. Yes. Yeah. And then I'm like, all right. Yeah, but we're still going to do virtual podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> I luckily have like a back office, so I've got the best of both worlds. Like it's a there separate house, but I'm still like connected with my wife and my family, which is which is I'm huge. blessed. Yeah. Yeah. Extremely blessed. Yeah. So Falaya didn't originate as Falaya. 
No, it originated as Unlocked, right? Which I love that name. Still love that name. It's really stinks to even say. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like going to answer the phone. I'm like, Barry Blondo, a, a flyer, you know? Like, <laughs> um, so uh, I loved that name. Um, but uh, unfortunately, um, it's just a timing thing. Like that company, the company, there's another company named Unlocked. They're really? F- spelled the same way? No, not spelled the same way. And for those at home, that doesn't matter um, <laughs> if it's spelled Le- legally speaking. Legally speaking, matter. if it's phonetically the same, it's the same. And I learned that um, <laughs> the hard way. The hard way. So don't think <clears throat> if it's spelled differently that you're okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but anyway, I didn't know they existed. I, I just didn't even know. Um, they didn't launch their site till April 2020. I started developing this. Well, and wait, so you were launched before them, though. I you was. were in March. I was. So but, technically, but, did they breach your name? But that's not exactly <laughs> true. They actually had prior use um, of the name, but they had it as a local brokerage. And they had it underneath. Here's the thing, right? Have you ever bought a URL? Yeah, I bought a couple. Bought a couple? <laughs> yeah. Patty G said? Yeah, a handful, a handful. <laughs> a handful. <laughs> PattyG.com or did you get like .net? Oh, no, I got, no. So like I the pattygshow.com oh pattygshow.com there you go and i don't know for whatever reason i couldn't get the pattygshow at gmail.com for my email address i'm like who's got this but i got every social handle is mine oh that i mean that is which is huge so it's all it's uniform it's uniform across the board which is nice so if you're looking for the patty g show it's at the patty g show selfless (laughs) plug right 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 (laughs) Fly.com. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, but what I'm getting at is um, their URL when they launched was just like mine. It was mis- it wasn't really unlocked. It was unlocked homes, something or another. You know, it wasn't unlocked. Right. Right. So um, so that was an issue. And then when I launched my product. I had unlock.tech without an E because it was $3,000 cheaper. Yeah. And yeah. The Patty G show was a whole 12 bucks. So it if was I great. Had spent, it was great. So if I had spent the $3,000 in March, May, I don't know, you know, maybe I would have had, you know, I mean, whatever it is, what it is. I'm happy where I'm at. I'm actually more excited about this name than anything because we're highlighting Louisiana. Right. Um, and it's just a, unbelievable name it's it it really is like when i when you're going through that process you're so like am i making the right decision am i doing the right thing am i you know do i have everything that i want to do in this thing and you're living and breathing it right so the the, the um, name of a business is like a that's a a hard especially as like an entrepreneur where you started this this company this brand it's like you're so attached to this name no you know, doubt. I, I spent like a month just going over names exactly. of what I want to do with the it. show. You get it. And I'm like, okay, I don't want it to be restricting, you know? I don't want it to be like entrepreneurs online or, you know, <laughs> like like put me in this box. You have to find this name that allows you to go out and do what you want and adheres to your mission. I love But at the same time, just explodes your capabilities, you know? Because yeah. now it's like, well, like for, for me, it's like, oh, the Patty Juchu can be anything. Right. You know, it doesn't have, we don't have to sit here and talk tech. We don't have to sit here and, and talk startups. Right. We don't have to sit here and talk Baton Rouge. That's right. Now, do we? Absolutely. Absolutely. Got to. But I mean, it was just, Falaya is just a great name. I mean, it's, you know, it comes from a Chafalaya, right? So, um, which means long river. And we see the real estate process as being a river that starts at the beginning 
and end, right? And flows smoothly throughout the process, connecting people throughout it efficiently and effectively, right? So right. the name just like touches you, you know, like it makes sense. Um, also, um, my son's name is Rivers, right? So <laughs> it just fits. It's like, you know, whenever I started seeing that, I was like, you know, um, that's pretty cool, right? Um, so, you know, in Louisiana, highlighting that if this does get big, big, um, you know, that's going to be pretty cool too, to be able to highlight Louisiana in a meaningful way. Yeah. Know? I mean, it's, to, to in my eyes, it's huge because of the, the tech aspect specifically, right? Because Baton Rouge is not, we're not, you know, known for technology innovation within the tech world, right? right? We're known for good food, which we're still known and always will be known mm. for the best food ever. I mean, you know, yeah. but I would say like you, me, um, uh, Cassera, there's a, there's a group of us that are serious about this. Like, yes. I really firmly believe that you got, um, Matthew Armstrong, you got all kind of people doing some cool stuff. Randall Knackman in the back here. I mean, you just have some people that are really trying to do some cool stuff in this town and you're highlighting that week in and week out, whether it's, you know, a construction company doing cool stuff or a tech company or this or that. And I just think there's a lot of positive things going on here. Oh my and gosh. You know yes. what I mean? I really yes. do. And I guess maybe I'm just like a positive guy, you know, maybe you and I are both positive people, you know, <laughs> probably, probably. I mean, but I mean, I can't hope it. I mean, I am, you know, yeah, there, there's I, so much to be positive about yeah. here in the local community alone. There is. There you is. know, there, there's so many people doing great things in business, right. You know, for, for you to have a name that's so attached to Louisiana, right? Like when someone says a chaffalaya or someone says falaya, we, we like, we, we can picture maybe not the exact river, but we start picturing a memory, right? We start picturing something here in Baton Rouge or even in Louisiana. I had somebody the other day when I was talking, it was an agent, and he was like, Falaya. He's like, oh, man, do you fish on the Chafalaya? He got all excited. Yeah. Like, he was, like, super excited about the name. But it's also, like, when people read it, they're like, how do I say it? But then once they say it, it's over. Like, they know it, and they love it, and they repeat it, right? You know what I mean? It's like, Falaya, <laughs> Falaya. And then once they say it, they're like, Falaya. Fly, yeah. fly, 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 fly. You know what I mean? And it starts to become something that you can repeat and it's catchy, right? Hey, my, my, my name, Grimmiel. Yeah. It's not Grimmillion. You know, it's <laughs> yeah, the same, right. same thing, it. right? <laughs> Blondo, Blondu. Blondu. Oh, yeah. with the, yeah, the yeah. names here in Louisiana are always I mean, tricky. I have no X, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's it's been a, you know, a tough thing to do and not something that we wanted to do, but it's been a blessing in, in the same time. Right. So, right. Which you know. is now it's like it's almost feels like you've kind of gone further back to your roots. Yes. Right? You've gone right. further back to Louisiana, that culture that we've got here. And it's nice that you see it everywhere. Right. In Louisiana. It's like, OK, we're seeing a local brand That's and right. attaching the name with like, you know, kind of like a heartstring almost. Right. Which when you're buying a home, there's a lot of heartstrings. I would agree. That go into play. I mean, that is a fact. So when, you know, it's really going to ring true throughout the state of Louisiana. And I think it's going to transport to other areas too because it's just fun and catchy, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, highlighting our culture. I mean, that's why you see people like uh, Brandon Landry doing well with walk-ons and, our culture travels well, right? It just, it, people it, like Louisiana. They like the culture. They like the, 
you know, Les Ambonton Roulet. They love all that type of stuff. And so I, I think they're going to connect with it. And, 100%. And that's, that's, you know, yeah. No, part it's, of the... It's the, the, the question I asked towards the end of the show, which you'll also be asked, is, you know, why you love Baton Rouge, right? Right. And just the conversation <laughs> that comes up from that question is all about the culture that's here. Right. The fact that people... You know, the food, the environment, the community that stands within Baton Rouge and Louisiana as a whole is like so far different from anywhere else. Right. You know, you've got I've talked to people that leave Baton Rouge or leave Louisiana. Sure. And they come back and they're like, oh, my gosh, like I'm never leaving again. <laughs> you know, it's like you, you, you leave. And like when when I when I like I'll go for morning runs and I'll see my, my neighbor who I have no idea his name, no idea who like anything about him but it's like oh good morning how you doing good morning good morning it's so true though you, you go like, anywhere else and they're just like i know nope, i'm running i'm in my head i know I'm, that's I'm, right I'm, I'm, when here, I'm, I'm a runner i'm a runner and uh run with varsity a lot and i've done that in other cities and like i'm so used to running around the lakes and like putting my hand hey, up how's it going and, like i was in other cities and doing that and they're like yeah <laughs> what are you doing and Dad, i'm like uh I'm not gonna shoot you. <laughs> you know, like I've, I've done that in like I'm like well, like in DC, like we were going there for something. I was like, oh hey, I was like, oh, guys, what do you? I'm like, whoa, calm down, man, <laughs> calm, calm down. down. I'm just saying hi, <laughs> just saying hi. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's funny, man. So you're you're in the the startup phase, kind of still, right? I mean, you're in sure. year or I mean, do you consider yourself in the startup phase? Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, we've gotten some decent traction. So we're not like, um, and we're not an idea. <laughs> you <laughs> You're way past an way idea. Past an idea. Revenue. <laughs> we're, we're in revenue and we're, we're, we're selling houses and we're closing deals and, uh, we're excited about it. We actually, um, just Patty G show. I haven't posted it on social media. We got a listing in Shreveport that's Whoa. going live this week. So we're touching Shreveport. So now we've touched Shreveport, Lafayette, um, the North Shore, Covington, Mandeville, New Orleans. So uh, we're serving the whole state of Louisiana out there. So if you need to that's sell right, a house, the whole Falaya. The whole, <laughs> right, the whole Falaya. So, uh, but that's, you know, so it's the reach has been good and uh, that's kind of a cool thing, you know. Yeah. So, but how is the, the, the startup scene from your from your eyes going through you've done many a challenges many a pitches what has your experience been like throughout the pitch first off what pitches have you competed in yep so we I've uh the first pitch that I, that I did was the idea Institute in New Orleans um it was like it's a awesome program that the idea village puts on they actually talk about the lean startup method I don't know if you've heard of that yep. but it's talking about you know getting to know your customer do you have product market fit? Interviewing them, asking questions. What do you need? What do you want before you build? Um, and we went through that program. And at the end, they had a pitch competition. Uh, we ended up uh, winning that one. Thousand bucks, man. You know what I mean? That's big good. Money. That's big, big money, money baby. <laughs> big money. I can do like a day of, of, of coding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. So it was more of just like, hey, we did something cool and, yeah. and worked hard for it. Uh, it's kind of funny when you look at your pitch decks, too. Like if I like how they progress. Oh, God. It's like at some point I've got to put those together in some type of slide or some cool thing and put Dang. it out there because it's like the growth. If you look back and it's the same thing with you. Right. If you looked back on this show, you would be like, oh, my God. Like, what were you filming that? that thing on my oh, patio we were filming with my iphone my 8 iphone 8 with, with a, a fluff ball little fluff mic, ball. omnidirectional mic yeah. um but, but the first episode was 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 done straight up on my phone and voice memos 
<laughs> really? So straight up, the first the first episode was just me for seven minutes, just rambling. That's awesome. And then the second episode was me sitting in my kitchen on my breakfast table and like with a phone in between me and the guest, <laughs> and we're like we're like we're talking to the phone. It's too funny. <laughs> and then the next one was Amazon gear on my screen right. porch. You know, so. It's just kind of cool to look back on that, right? And you get caught up in the daily stuff. So what I would say is we've come a long way. I think the startup scene is great. We won that pitch competition at the Idea Institute. Then we went into uh, Village X Accelerator Program, which is in the Idea Village. Uh, there was, I think, 12 companies that were selected with us. Um, we went through that program. Uh, we ended up pitching several times uh, during that to get into the finals and got in the top three there. Uh, with some really, really, really tough competition. I mean, there were some really good companies in that lot. And um, we ended up getting in the top three there. And then we um, pitched at Pitch BR or whatever Kessler was doing with Startup Grind. And then we won that uh, one the, with Startup Grind. That was a, a Startup Grind did its own pitch. It did its own, its own pitch. Its own pitch right? So then we did that. We won that one. And then we went to um, the idea Village X. Um, actually pushed their pitch competition because of COVID all the way to December. Oh, and wow. man, I got to pitch in, um, I mean, it was really, really cool. Commander's, Commander's Palace, Palace on the outside patio with setups like this, a whole crew. I mean, Dude. and I was pitching, it was being live streamed. I mean, it was, it was an experience. I, killed it i mean i hate to be cocky <laughs> but i mean i hate to you know you know brush my own shoulders I, i'm anything, not even gonna but, you know I'm we like, rocked it <laughs> i did i'm sorry i don't care and i know anybody that was sitting in that crowd knew i killed it and i killed it that day um i definitely did a did a good job and uh you know anyway man i know that's I weird it. to say i but, love it i love it but it's the I truth it. i mean when you speak the truth it's the truth right um <laughs> So uh, anyway, but we lost. We lost. Um, that's but fine. They, but that's because it's also timing, right? So in the startup community, there are a lot of, and what I would say is sometimes there's a lot of push button um, topics and things. And we're in COVID, right? So you you know you've got relief telemed that's extremely relevant right now, and they're killing it. They're doing a good job. They're executing. Um, you know. And the same thing with Doc Pace. They they won, and they were extremely relevant at the time, helping people efficiently and effectively not have to sit in waiting rooms, right? So, I mean, it's tough to go up against someone like that in the middle of a COVID yeah. lockdown, right? It's, and it's hard to see beyond the immediate need sometimes. Right. It's long-term, and I think we're setting ourselves up for the long-term. Like, right. I'm, I'm extremely confident in what we have going on. It's not... Uh, we're going to get make a million dollars this month. <laughs> it's yeah. it's more of a long term play. And I think we're doing extremely well executing that with our dev team and all the people that are supporting us. And, well, and that in and of itself makes me even more excited for Falaya and for the fact that I know that the brand and the company and the platform is going to go the distance. Right. Because you get in this conversations with startups and with these people in these early stages sure. and they I, think they're going to go to the moon tomorrow, if not tonight. And it's like, you've got to be patient. You have me. got to work through a name change. You've got to work through a failure. You've got to work through a COVID like situation and you have to understand it's going to come at you. It's going to hit you smack dab in the face. It's not always going to be rainbows and sunshines. I would, you know? I would say, 
And that's one thing that I would say that maybe I don't do so well is I'm too transparent. <laughs> you, you can't be too transparent. Well, man. I don't think you can. <laughs> you can't be. I don't think you can. But I think when I'm on stage and people are judging you and they're handing out money, sometimes you don't need to be. You know, so what I would oh, say is dude, like, I'm, what I would, I'm, that's why I'm, I mean, I'm a terrible picture. I'm a terrible picture. I'm just being honest. I'm, be like, I'm giving you the facts. I'm being the facts. Like we're not, doing I'm extremely gonna, well. I'm not going to fluff it. Yeah, I know. And that's how I feel. Like, cause that's in the end, I think that's what you need to be because people are going to find out. Right. So you might as yeah. well wear your heart on your sleeve and be transparent as possible because guess what? They may give you that, but then they're going to do their due diligence and they're going to dig in and they're going to be like, whoa, you know? And so you might as well just be upfront and honest and Look, transparent in as, all manners. And that's our mantra is transparency. So, I mean, you know? as an accountant, that that's my job, you know? Right. Sure. I'm not going to fluff your tax return. <laughs> right, like, exactly. Sorry. I'm just not going to do it. Right. And so that, you know, that may have a part of my mentality when I'm doing either business or entrepreneurial activities. It's I'm not a fluff guy. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and overly fluff it to you. I'd be the worst salesperson ever. But like, here's a product. Right. Yeah. And I'd be like, all right, what's your needs? All right, yeah, the product fits. Buy it. Or it's like, oh, what's your needs? Oh, yeah, we don't fit. Buy. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to sit there and try to overly fluff everything and overly say, oh, no, you need this. You need this. And what I would echo is like what you said a second ago. I do want to echo that because it's so important is that it takes time. Yes. I've been developing this app since 2018. Do you understand? <laughs> like, this best, is not an over, like, if it gets great, I mean, there's no overnight success. The best look at, overnight look at, success. Look at, I mean, let's start looking at some of the big yeah. canes, walk-ons, bah, 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 bah. None of them were like, he had two locations forever before Tide went up. Yeah. I mean, Brandon Landry had to shut, he had to shut down stuff and consolidate the two locations. And then now look at him, he's getting the businessman of the year. So what I'm saying is there's always going to be problems. And and if you were getting in, into the idea that you're going to get rich quick and that this isn't going to be work, you are going to be wildly mistaken because you are going to have to work your tail off. Yeah. I mean, and and that's the reality of it. Um, and so I just want to echo that because no, it is a valid point. That That is a, a conversation that has not had enough in entrepreneurial startup business in general. There, that conversation has not had enough because what you see a majority of the time are those brands, those businesses that have made it. Yeah, They have put in the work. They have put in the time. Sure. You may just see them right. today. And be like, oh my gosh, look at this new brand. Right. And they're like, oh yeah, no, we were founded in 05. <laughs> like, we've been here for 15 well, that's years. That, well, that's the thing is I start looking at my competition and the people that are in front of me that are innovating. And I'm like looking at when they were founded and when their site launched and how much they raised and, and what they're doing and the actions that they're taking. And, and it's, you know, I mean, they've been in business for six years, seven years. You know what I mean? And, and so you really have to take the longer view. And if you think you're going to, it's a short-term view, it's, it's really not the you're way. You're not going to make it. You're not going to make it. Dude. You're not going to make it. And, and I, another talking point is the, the raised versus earned within startups. Right. Startups and young businesses like to go on and on about, oh, we raised a million dollars, raised two million, hundred thousand, whatever they say, they only talk about the raised. I'm like, that's great. What's your revenue? I would agree. Do the customers like it? Do you agree. have customers? I would agree. Like, yeah, you've got a novel idea, but does anybody want it? 
Is anybody going to pay for it? It actually makes me question when somebody says they raised three, four million dollars, yeah. and then they're they're still asking, like, why are you still like? I, I get, I get, I get apps, and I get stuff takes I, I, development, and I get all that. It does, and, and and I understand that, but it's like, okay, great. What is your feedback? How many customers have well, you reached other- out to and chatted about? Hey, do you like this feature? Would you change this feature? Right. If you're not in the revenue, but you are, you doing customer discovery? Right. Are you talking to these these people That's that right. can potentially use your app? Are they really using it? Right. Yeah. Are, are they, they getting value? Are they getting value from yeah. it? Yeah. Or is it you know the big the big thing now with Apple specifically? I'm not an Android user, Christ, so I can't speak to them. Is if you don't use an app for so long on your phone now, it'll go to the cloud and you have to re-download it. Is your app? after it's been downloaded, going to the cloud for how many people? Because they're not using it. Right. That right. is now a metric that I'm curious, can people get? You can get it. Um, and if you go into the Apple store, I mean, okay. there's so many metrics. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like you can see bounce rate and session oh, time. Geez. And yeah, I mean, you can definitely measure these things. Um, so that's not a thing, but I would say you're right. Um, and it, what I would say is for founders <laughs> out there, if you're raising, um, you know, which most people are going to need to, right? Yeah. Um, you also have to strategically think because what what they call a down round, it, it it's actually way worse on the founder than anybody, right? So if you go and raise a bunch of money, but you don't hit your metrics, then you get what's called a recoup and they can just hammer your equity down to like, I mean, you have to be strategic about it. Like, and people don't think about that because they think you're going to go and do this thing and it's going to be cool and I'm going to get an article written and and I'm going to be, you know, awesome, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and next thing you know, now you're owning, you know, 40% of your company in your struggle bus, you know, 30% of your company. Yeah, now, now you're putting in the late nights. Then you're like, now you're like, why am I putting in the late nights? And then, th- you know what I mean? And so then it becomes a thing, right? And then the um, company fails and just becomes another I would lesson. agree. That's what ends up happening. And that's what I would say <laughs> with the VC world that's a little weird is like, are they helping or are they giving people the right method to go about it? And I'm talking about development companies. I'm talking about VCs and I'm talking about tech entrepreneurs because you've got to set people up for success. It's not about just going and grabbing equity and just saying you, you've really got to think about it as a social aspect like are you really helping are you adding value and and i think there's a little bit of that gets lost at times right yeah. um and you have to make sure that that is people that you're getting in with are going to support you because guess what covid's going to happen lockdowns <laughs> are going to happen yeah. problems are going to happen and if you are in bed with the wrong people it's going to hurt you know it's um, it's, it's going to hurt and you're going to realize how bad it is Whenever push does come to shove, and right. you've got to abandon your company, I know, and you know? you and you put so much effort into it, right? That's the other thing. It's like almost like suffering a loss, like a family yeah. member. Or, no, like it, it goes back know, to like, those heartstrings like, we talked about. I mean, yeah, right? Absolutely. It's like you're emotionally attached. This is your baby. I know. This is your brand. This is your image. It's who uh, you are. I know. So but we, you also have to like not be afraid of that, right? Yeah. So you also have to just look. I'm going to tell everybody that I'm doing Falaya. If Falaya works out, that's great. You're going to see all the work because I'm going to put it on social media. and You're, you're going to see it everywhere. <laughs> it's going to be all it's, over the place. It's going to be all over the place. And you might get annoyed, but oh, well, you know, it is what it is. But Just keep scrolling. If it doesn't, exactly. Keep scrolling, unsubscribe, right? <laughs> um, if, you know, but 
you've got to go for it too, right? So yeah. there's got to be a no let up situation as well. So it's kind of a catch 22. Yeah, you, you have to push to make your brand what you want it to be. That's right. So we could sit here and chat for hours about startups and the Batman <laughs> scene and everything. But unfortunately, the episode does have to come down to a wind. All right. So to start winding down the show, what are three lessons you've kind of gathered along the way? Um, so number one, I guess the biggest thing is, uh, talk to your consumers, right? So who are your people that are buying your product? What do they need and want? <laughs> How can you service that? Right. Um, right. I think some people might miss that step, right. And just go to creating something, you know, um, do people really want custom cakes? What kind of price point do they want to that? Uh, do you need this? Do you need that? Right. You have to start asking these questions so that you can set yourself up for success long-term. Right. Um, you know, secondly, and we've already talked about this. I mean, it's going to take a while. Um, so, so <laughs> that's a fact. That is a fact, right? Pure fact. And, uh, and so you're going to have to, you know, enjoy the ride. And that, that's, the third point, right? So it's going to take a while and, you know, it might be great. Some days might be bad, but you got to, thirdly, you got to celebrate the small wins, right? The yeah. listing in Shreveport, right? That's right. The listing in Lafayette. If you don't use that for fuel or energy, you're going to die on the vine yeah. because you've got to find something that's going to pump you up. That's going to want to make you go do this show on a Monday night and <laughs> hang out with Flashbang and Barrett Blondo, right? That's and, right. And so, you know, you've got to find that. And if you don't find that, then you're going to end up, you know, waffling and letting it go. Right. right? That, that power of one right. is huge. I one person agree. uses it, one listing, right? one brand. I would agree. One person coming on is huge. Yeah, it it, it is. You know, it very much is. And, and to the point, like you said, our product is tied to somebody's home and life. Right. And I think a lot of people, that's a big deal. Right. Um, yeah. so we, you know what I, <laughs> I mean? I would say so. You know, like the guy that's selling it in uh, Shreveport, you know, he's a young professional and wants to move up to that next dream home. And that's where Flya comes in and allows him to save that money so that he can afford that dream home. Right. And right. so it's a really cool thing when you really step back and look at the numbers and how much impact we are making. Um, it, it starts to really, uh, blow you away. Like last month we saved consumers almost $30,000. That's huge. It's huge. That's huge, man. I mean, $30,000. Think about that. If we do that every month, that's 300 grand. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. It starts, that becomes, it starts and to if that becomes 50 grand, hundred grand. I mean, you're talking about over a million dollars to, to consumers and to their families. Right. Right. Um, Especially in a time when cash is, uh, Cash is short right now. I would agree. <laughs> you know, cash is real short, right? I would agree. I would agree. So, so what, what, what do you love about you know Baton Rouge? We've heard the the back end of you know Falaya and the ties it has here, and you've kind of made a name for yourself in the local community. So, what is it that you love? I mean, to your point, it's the people, right? Um, my family, <laughs> number one, and then friends, uh, connections that I've made. And then just the, the culture, right? Um, it's just a, an amazing city. Um, you know, I have a lot of you know, deep roots and connections. And I think to your point, I want to make that better and stronger for my family and for the next generation. And I just think there's so many great things about Baton Rouge. Um, 
that we need to highlight and make better, you know, hundred percent, you know, and that's why I like coming on this show and doing this. And yeah, that's what, that's what I'm here for, man. I'm here to showcase <laughs> Baton Rouge. That's right, right man. <laughs> that's right. The red stick, baby. That's it, baby. So what is something you did as a kid you wish you could still do today? Oh, eat cookies and ice cream with no, <laughs> with no, I know, but with no, like no, no consequences, that's right? right? Like don't care. Like that's rivers right. is like got chocolate ice cream all over him is just like oh he's like i want more and uh, you know like, and you're like i can barely have a cookie man like come on <laughs> i know it's like i gotta go run five miles yeah. of our, you know this, like, this oreo is six miles oh my god i gotta get on the peloton <laughs> yeah you know, like <laughs> you know so it's just like I, that no guilt of that would be great like yeah um, yeah, that, you know. that that no guilt of just eating. I know, especially in I Louisiana. Man. I mean, that's the especially kicker, man. Especially in Louisiana. I mean, you've got all the good food, man. I mean, that's I'm a I'm a foodie. You know, what are you gonna do? You yeah. know, and that's you know, I mean, that's the truth. You know, and there's so much good food here that there is, and you're you're highlighting it, dude. You're going I, around tasting the city with dude, Patty G, man. I know. Keep your eye on it. I am. <laughs> I am. I'm gonna come get some of those free tests. You know, dude. Like, come on out, you know bro. What I mean, I am. That's right. If you're, if you're watching it live for St. Patty's Day, we'll be at City Slice. I know. Come out. Know. I'm I'm making the pizzas. Hightower's gonna hook it up, man. <laughs> he always does. I know. That's right. Oh man. So for the the final question of the show, what what can I do to help you? Man, I mean, just keep doing what you're doing. I mean, this is amazing, right? right but beyond so, the show, brother. Well, Come on. first off, I mean, I'll go beyond that. Okay. But I want to thank you for this because it's oh, very cool to highlight this. Uh, we've worked extremely hard. And to give uh, us, the Flyer Group, a uh, platform to come out here and be recorded like this is super cool. It's not easy. Um, this isn't something that's just put together in two seconds. So it is something that's had it all. So what you're doing is really cool. Um, I mean... Tell more people about it, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's really what <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, honestly, I'm in, I'm in the situation where I need more listings and more houses, more people to understand the platform. Um, you gave me that tonight, but if you continue to do that um, and figure out ways that we can partner, I'm down. Absolutely. You know? um, I've done some cool marketing already, and I, we might be able to figure something out. We can always chit-chat. Yeah, that's right, man. That's right. <laughs> we can make something work. Flashbang's very creative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've already got his card, man. We're going to well, do some video. He got you a pre-show card, I man. Well, I, I requested it. I'm on it, man. Okay, good. They do good work, man. They do. I've been watching, you know. They Second do good to none. And I need some video content for to, for people to understand what we're doing. It's, you know, even for me explaining it for an hour, you're still like, like you know. You're still it's like, like, okay, wait. You on. know what I mean? It's like you still need some visuals, right? And so right. that's where they can come in, yeah. Well, Barrett, thank you so much, man. I appreciate yeah. it. I'm glad we're able to make this finally happen. I know we've I know. been we've been talking about making it happen since last March. I know, man. And I'm on glad the porch. That's you know? it. A year, a year. It took us a year in the making to get you here. I had that graphic behind us, man. Do that you was remember that? stellar. That was cool. That was right? awesome. That was that, that was, was a nice a touch. touch. That so was you a nice saw touch. That I cared, right? I was, like, I, I was promoting you over me. You were was, bigger <laughs> than me, too. And you don't remember. <laughs> I do. Your logo, I do. Your logo was bigger than mine. It was it was up on the big screen. And like I even made sure the camera angle was just right so I could catch the tv <laughs> over us so like it like cut off half our body it was like the tv's there right <laughs> but no, I, I seriously i need all my body body cut off here. that's it yeah can we do neck up neck up yeah. <laughs> but i appreciate your time man all for right, coming man. on i really do i appreciate everybody for watching or listening whatever platform you're consuming this on i'm very thankful for y'all and i know the guests are as well and i'm also very thankful for our sponsors um alvarez construction where they build a lot more than just 
you know, a home. They build a place for you to raise your family. They build a, you a place for your community to grow and nurture, you know, and we've done a lot of real estate stuff, but that's what, that's what that. it's about. I want to echo that. Like they're, they're, the way that their price point is and their finishes and what they pick out is it's really great. Yeah. Like I would say that their product they put out is top notch, right? And, 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 and you know just, that goes a long way. I'm not way. being paid to say that. I was, I was, I was <laughs> literally about to say I'm that. I'm not being paid to say that. Was, you know it's great whenever a guest comes on the show <laughs> and talks about the sponsor and they're not being paid to say that. I'm not that, being paid know? to say that, but I'm telling you from watching and, and walking through properties that they do a really, really good job. Yeah, they, they, they do. And then, you know, within that same type of market space, our second sponsor, Triton Stone Group, is a woman-led family run business they're all over the south they're moving up to you know the north side of the states and they will i personally use them in my own home so it's not like i'm sitting here only not experiencing their services triton stone is also excellent their quality and the products are just stellar we use them too exactly my point again guys <laughs> local brands here doing amazing things all part and wrapped up in the patty g show show barrett thank you so very much for coming out like i had a great time thank everybody else for tuning in and watching and listening this has been the latest episode of the patty g show i'm your host patty g here and y'all have a good one thank you